Welcome to episode 11 of Pigskin Over Pizza, the show where we talk about sports while eating and eventually reviewing a hopefully delicious pizza. Derek, where are we eating from today? The day is October 8th, by the way. <coughs> we are, Jesus, we are eating uh, f- straight from the freezer. That's right. God damn it, Derek. Um, Dave Portnoy, our favorite person. Yeah, he mentioned douchebag too many times last week and says, don't he, catch grace. Barstool Sports, the uh, company he runs, mm-hmm. has a pizza. And I think it's literally called One Bite Everybody Has the Rules. So it's a five cheese blend. Mm-hmm. It honestly looks pretty good. I'm assuming he has nothing to do with it, so I think it's going to be pretty good. It does look good. Well, you want to get into it? Let's get into it. Right. I burnt my thumb making well, bringing it out. Not as uh, crunchy as. Look at the flop. As I thought when we were talking about it. Yeah. See that? Look at the flop. We not. I'm sorry. One you bite. I mentioned that douchebag too much last week. You're lucky I bought this thing. Oh. Not much flop. It's hotter than the fucking sin, though. How hot is a sin? Depends on who you ask, I think. Or no fucking shot. I'm going to eat that yet. Yeah, I'm with you. Is it too hot? I don't think so, but... Too hot, everybody I'll be honest, I do that a lot. I'm like, are you kidding me? That might be too hot for you. I do have a vagina mouth. I'm going to start this by saying I have not had a frozen pizza in a very long time. Okay. Hmm. I already have my review. Oh, wow. Well, we won't get to that yet. No, God, no, we won't. Why don't we start oh, with we some Oh, we can only football. have one bite. All right, well, I have a pretty touching part, so maybe I'll go second. I have a, we have to have a little bit of a tribute. Okay. Um, do we end it with our picks and fantasy and whatnot? Sure. I took a doozy this week. All right, well, I'll start with the Broncos. They lost 23-7, unfortunately, against the Ravens. Fucking Broncos. Right. Those good old donkeys. We're going to get back to booing the Kraken if you want to watch yourself. <laughs> Sorry. Um, more injuries. Teddy Bridgewater left the game. Injuries? Melvin Gordon and Cortland Sutton just keep going from healthy to questionable every five seconds. Pat Sertan also left the game. Like I said, they lost 23-17. Bridgewater is practicing again now. Wasn't it 23-7? Yeah, I just said 17 right mm-hmm. there. I realized that once you said it. I said 23-7 the first time. Talking too fast. But, uh... Bridgewater is supposed to be back for the next game. Drew Locke came in and went 20, or 12 of 21 with 113 yards, no touchdowns, and interception. Not great, but I think uh, if he played this week or whenever he eventually plays, I think that would be a more fair judgment. I think when a quarterback's thrown into it, you can't really fully judge that. So Unless you're Geno Smith. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so obviously a bummer and... It was a close game before Bridgewater got hurt, but that game still went either way to begin with. So, I'm like, well, they got hurt, so of course they're going to lose. It's just more, I can't believe this injury thing is happening again to the Broncos. And Yeah, I feel you so deep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we'll kind of get to the, uh, obviously, your team later, but the rest of the league when we do pick them and whatnot. But uh, college football, the Buckeyes won 52-13 to over Rutgers. I was at the game. It was... Uh, Was I? I was not at this game. We were playing football. Yeah. No, I was at the week before. Yeah, I started 
looking at this. I was like, I am high. Yeah, 52 to 13 over Rutgers. TJ Stroud was back and went 17 of 23 with 330 yards and five touchdowns with no turnovers. Did we talk about this? No. Oh. I, you're probably thinking about it because last week I talked about how Everyone was doubting him, and he came yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah, so that happened, and uh, even more so than I would have thought, because that's a crazy performance. I think he had like 30 yards rushing, so almost 400 total yards. And like I said, you can't compare games one-to-one, like Ohio State playing Rutgers and Michigan playing Rutgers, but I think it gives you a little bit of idea. I think people will definitely judge that too much, like, I'll play that both ways because I told you how, like, prior years, um, Ohio State would beat, for example, Indiana by 10, and then Michigan would beat them by 14. Everybody's see, we're going to get destroyed by Michigan. I think you can definitely judge that. Go too far with that. But I definitely think it gives you a rough idea. And Michigan beat Rutgers 20 to 13, and also it was the week before this because a lot of times that happens and it's like four weeks apart and teams are totally different at that point. But I think that's a. The best comparison we have and i think that's a uh, quite the large margin there and cj stroud won uh big 10 freshman of the year or freshman of the week again that was the fifth time ohio state player has won it in a row so to be fair when i was talking about kyle mccord last week he actually won freshman of the week for ohio state in his first game but uh cj stroud has won it four out of five weeks and the only week he didn't win it he wasn't playing so nothing against kyle mccord when you're a team like ohio state not being saying as a high state fan, I'm saying any of the top teams, you're going to have prospects. So, even though I talk CJ Stroud up, and I think he is the future, I think you obviously have good players behind him. Mm. But uh, Kyle, the Ohio State went up by quite a bit, obviously. So, they started Kyle McCord came in, and then Jake Miller, and they went a total of uh, one for four with three yards and no touchdowns. And uh, more injuries for Ohio State in that game, too. So, seems to be a trend here. Uh, let's see, we have, well, going into the game, Ohio State also is missing 13 players against Rutgers, so I think that's another thing that helps if you're looking at the head-to-head with possible lineup with Michigan. But Cravion uh, Henderson, the running back that has been going fucking crazy, left the game by halfway through, so C.J. Stroud didn't have him to rely on either. But Ohio State, again, has uh, capable running backs to back him up. But the good news is Ryan Day said that he would have played in the second half if they weren't up by so much. So it sounds like that's not a serious injury because that could hurt him long term for sure. Yeah. And then um sounds like most of the other injuries are kind of just going on. But they did lose, uh, I have him here, Jensen Dunn, the safe, uh, freshman safety that seemed like he was getting better week by week. He's out for the year. So that's a blow to him. And then the rankings, I have them here. As like I said, I was going to try and start talking about both the major polls which is the uh, coaches poll and then the AP poll. Ohio State was 10th in the coaches poll and 11th in the AP poll. They moved up to 7th in both because three teams ahead of them lost, so it wasn't just their victory. Um, and then I think one of the biggest games besides that was the Bearcats versus uh, Notre Dame, and Bearcats pulled that out, so they're still ahead of Ohio State, which is to see. I mean, it's not that they don't deserve it, um, but it's just crazy to see that. And uh, like I said, I think the there's a bit of a reaction with Ohio State's first loss as we talk about because 
if you're going to lose, it's better to do it early in the year because you have so much room to make up for it. Mm-hmm. And it's not even necessarily who you lose against. It's usually when you lose against them. Like Ohio State is ranked ahead of Oregon now already because Oregon lost because it's more definitely more about when you lose in college football. But the interesting thing will be to see if it keeps going like this, what will happen because Ohio State has Penn State ahead of them and they play them. They're ranked fourth. But uh, Cincinnati is five and they're undefeated. So it'll be interesting to see at the end of the year if it's the same scenario and Cincinnati gets left out again. I feel like they kind of they might not do it two times in a row, or if both of them make it in. But I think it'll be really interesting if it keeps playing out like this. Obviously, Cincinnati could lose and they'll all yeah. get blown up. But uh, I think um, they probably wouldn't keep Cincinnati Cincinnati out twice in a row if it comes down to those two. But hopefully, it wouldn't be down to those two anyways. Yeah. Um, and then besides. I know you said you were going to talk about the other NFL news. Yeah, I that on not here. too much. But... Yeah, but uh, you can go into your, your sadness <laughs> if you want. It seems like it's a week of sadness. Well, we'll just talk about the Stephon Gilmore thing. He was released mm-hmm. at first, but um, the Panthers snuck in there for a sixth-round pick in the 2023 draft and got the 2019 Defensive Player of the Year. thought Seattle would jump on this, but I think there's a lot of reasons why they didn't. He's 31. Coming off a horrific quad injury, apparently. He still can't even play for another two weeks, and who knows how he will play when he comes back. Also, he's from North Carolina, so I think a destination mattered to him. So, I bet Seattle wasn't on it, but I see why they didn't do it. Plus, we have the two best corners in the NFL, so... Um, wait a second. Terrible. Um... So that's, I mean, I'm sure there's other news. There was, um, who was it? In the Cowboys, Jalen Smith. Is that oh, it? yeah, yeah. Where the fuck is that screenshot? Yeah, he was released. He's on the Packers now. Um, He had quite a bit left on his contract with the Cowboys. Is what, yeah. Why everybody's so surprised by it. Yeah, I don't know why they did it. It's a weird timing, <laughs> I guess. Especially since they're playing well, too. Yeah. There's obviously some reason. Some people are thinking that there's something that's going to come out about him is why it happened, but I don't know if that's true or not. I think the Packers would look into that a little bit. Yeah, you before. would assume. He was yeah. signed pretty quick. Um, other than that, though, just a little itty-bitty stuff here, like uh, losing our franchise quarterback. So the Seahawks fell to the Rams in a game they probably should have won. I'm assuming you didn't watch it. No, but I was falling along because I picked the Seahawks. Okay. Well, no, I already said down here. I picked the Rams. It's probably my fault they lost. No, I didn't say down here because that's just coming when you yeah. say I picked the Seahawks. I, I picked the Rams, which is probably why we lost. Probably why Russell wasn't hurt. Um, no, so let's just talk about that game for a second. Okay. We come out. Defense looks pretty good for the first half. We get incredible TK Metcalf routes. We get up the field, score seven. We hold them. They score three. Going into halftime, seven, three. We get the ball. Right before halftime, we score another touchdown to Tyler Lockett, which would have, A, helped my fantasy team. B, we would have been up 14-3. to Actually, let's just talk about the first half a little bit. I was going to run through this, but maybe I shouldn't. On fourth and two, we decided not to go for it uh, when we could have easily gotten a first down. It's whatever. But a second fourth and two came up where we were in field goal range, and Pico decided to go for that one on four straight running plays. First down, second down, third down, fourth down. Well, he heard the criticism so much, he took it quite literal. I guess. Well, you so, the ball. You motherfuckers, all right. All right, here goes four in a row. <laughs> um, 
when you have an all-time generational co- quarterback talent, you should probably let him throw once a, a series. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, or not, because you might get his finger fucking ruined. Spoiler. Um, but uh, yeah, so that happened. So we didn't get three there. So that should have been ten three or yeah ten to three. And then we should have scored before half, but there was a holding call on Dwayne Brown, who has never, who hasn't had a penalty yet this year. So of course he decides now. So realistically, it should have been seventeen to three going into half, and we got ball. That game could have been totally different, but instead it was seven to three. And then early in the third quarter, Russell puts his majestic shoulders at a forty-five degree angle toward the sky, proceeds to launch a ball, but uh, our own line can't fucking block anything. And let Aaron Donald get in the face, and Russell Wilson goes right in. And fucking, I'll tell you exactly what he does. Breaks his finger. But he sustained two injuries to his middle finger on his throwing hand. An extensor tendon rupture, which is called mallet finger. And that is where you saw his tip down here. The tendon ruptures. And then he fucking broke it. A fracture dislocation of that joint. So he broke it and he, and he snapped the, uh, which is interesting because when I cut my finger off, that's what I had. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because the only thing that was held on was one tendon. So the tendon was ruptured. Obviously, it shaved part of my bone. So Russell Wilson had surgery today. He's got screws stabilizing it. Um, that motherfucker tried to come back in. I he heard. did come back in. And he tried to throw one screen and it went, it got there, but it was bad. So he took himself out because he said, there's just no way I can help the team. Um, he went to L.A. to get surgery on it. It's looking like six to eight weeks. Um, but the doctors who who did Drew Brees' thumb surgery said, based on what I saw today, I'm fully confident that Russell Wilson will return to the NFL this season and play at the same world-class level that fans have come to expect from one of the game's very best quarterbacks. I fucking hope so. Now, there's the sad news. Russell Wilson has never been injured in his life. He has never missed a game of football since Pee Wee. And that's not, oh, he missed one Pee Wee. No, he has never missed one, and he's been playing since Pee Wee. He has missed two snaps in his whole career. Six to eight weeks. Can I tell you some, some records that Russell Wilson was going for this year? Yeah, please. One of them was starts. He had 165 in a row. That's now shattered. He was ninth in the NFL of all time. He needed eight wins to surpass Peyton Manning for most wins by a quarterback in his first ten seasons. That's still doable. He has two already. He just needs to come back and get six. Totally doable. Um, he needs six total wins for most wins by a quarterback, including postseason. He needed 40 touchdown passes, which was asking a lot, but he already had ten. So, for to pass Manning, again, for most touchdown passes. Um, he needed 3,000 yards, which was easy. 3,000 yards and 20 touchdowns to join Manning as the only quarterbacks to reach those marks in their first 10 seasons. That's probably shattered. And then he needs 30 touchdown passes to become the third player in NFL history with at least 30 touchdown passes in five consecutive seasons, joining Brett Favre and Drew Brees. So there's so many elite company, which would just... I think he's already a Hall of Fame quarterback anyway. This just would have cemented it. You know what I mean? That and another Super Bowl would just really... There's first ballot, no questions asked. I think none of those are going to happen this year, which is really sad that all of that streak comes yeah. to an end. Um, we were also undefeated in our green jerseys. That streak ended. Ooh, Kirk, or the Vikings had never beaten Russell Wilson. That streak ended. It's the era 
of streak endings. But here's what makes me the most sad. There was a little bit of turmoil before okay. the season started, right? Oh, with yeah. Russell Wilson. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've heard that on the you show heard that before? before. Yeah, maybe here. Oh. Put a link to the Pigs and <laughs> Pizza. Here, here's my worry. I, I think we may have seen it, some speculation is six to eight weeks. Some is season ending. I, I don't think Russell Wilson, I, I bet he plays right after the bye week, which I'll talk about the schedule here in a second. Yeah, I think I'll play again this year. Um, I don't think the season's over yet either because of that, but it's looking a little grim. Um, we are two and three. Uh, should be three and two, I think, and in second, but instead we're two and three and one and one in the division dead last. And our franchise quarterback is, is just dead. So we have Geno Smith, which let's talk about Geno. Okay. Came in cold as fuck. Years. This man has been backing up people. Yeah, I forgot he's in the league again, which I forgot multiple times. He went, and these stats don't even sound as good as it looked. 10 of 17, 131 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. And then three rushes for 23 yards. That stat is like, oh, that's pretty decent numbers. He was in command, checking things at the line, playing with great tempo. The throws were on the money. The touchdown pass was beautiful. He looked like he's been playing for years. Now, he is a backup, so I'm not, my expectations are that high. But our schedule, so let's just talk about until the bye week, which is in four weeks. At the Steelers, realistically, I think we win that game, even with Gino. The Saints come to Seattle. I think that'll be tough. I like Gino more than I like Jameis. I think we win that game. And then we have the Jags. I think we win that game. And then it's the bye week. So you're telling me 10 days and then three more weeks, so like over a month, and Russell Wilson could be back? I don't want to sound too optimistic here. We could be f- we could, we could be five and three, <clears throat> going to the Packers yeah. and Russ comes back. If not, we're five and four, and he's back for the Arizona game. I don't know. I, I don't think it's that crazy to think that we're we're in the worst. We're not in the worst situation now. We have a record-breaking defense right now that they are sh- the worst. Five hundred so yards a game to break. No, we are just the historically worst defense ever. That's it. That's that sentence. And even if this season sucks and we do end up going five and fucking eleven, the Jets have our first round pick, so we can't even get any compensation for it. Yeah. And Jamal's played like shit. He had one really good game against the Niners, but he has played like shit the rest of the time. I am fully in the court that it is coaching. Because if you have a superstar at every single level of a football team, <clears throat> Wagner or, or uh, Adams, Wagner, Dunlap, uh, Brown, Carson, Metcalf, Lockett, Wilson, you literally have a great player at every important position, different corner. But that there's no reason 
that that defense should be historically the worst. Yeah. So I'm hoping – so, oh, back to my point. My fear is that this is the last time we have seen Pete and Russ together. This is the last season. My biggest fear is it's because Russell leaves. I can't imagine he's going to come back and play perfect after a surgery like that. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. But he's still going to be a top five quarterback. And I'm afraid that Pete is going to be so stubborn. And there's so our problem is our ownership. Our owner died and left it to his wife, and and the wife is kind of hands off. So Pete kind of runs the Seahawks. I don't think he's going to fire himself. Um, and the owner certainly won't step in and be like, you know, I think it's time for change. Hopefully, like, hey, Russell Wilson's going to walk. It's either him or you. But I don't think Russell Wilson sits through a... I don't think Russell, I don't think Wagner go through a rebuild. So, I think I think we're at, a, we're at an era. Ending thing. Just like the Legion of Boom. Earl Thomas got hurt, gone. Camp Chancellor hurt his neck, gone. Uh, Sherman Achilles, gone. Brandon Browner, prison. Jeremy Lane towards ACL, broke his arm on the same play in the Super Bowl, gone. Thurmond, hurt, gone. Bennett, hurt. Or no, he got traded. Uh, Averill, neck, gone. That historically amazing defense all got hurt and then left. Russell, probably gone. And it sucks. But what really sucks about it is we just don't have any picks. That'd be fine because we have, like, the core. Yeah. We're young. We got good receivers, good running backs. Our running backs are super hurt. Um, Chris Carson apparently has a long-lasting neck injury that no one knew about um, that is showing up now. So Seahawks are kind of in shambles. We're down to, like, our 15th tackle we don't have a running back. Russell Wilson's dead. Oh, Medcalf is playing really fucking good. Lockett hurt his hip, and he's been a little down. Um, the line's bad. The D-line can't get pressure on anybody all of a sudden for some reason. We played a really good defensive scheme against the Niners and decided to abandon that, so coaching is just atrocious. Our corners are even playing decent now. Adams is atrocious. That pick's looking worse and worse. That- Trade's looking worse and worse. <sighs> they have to live with it, though, unless they get some sort of compensation for him, which they won't because he's a high-speed safety, so. Imagine if you died from a broken finger. Yeah, I'm being dramatic, but this oh, is the I first, uh, it's been 10 years of consistency, yeah. so. And I think the entire Seattle Seahawks organization is going to be pretty shaken up in this offseason. But I think best-case scenario, and I think it's possible, Ken Norton gets fired, a defense coordinator. Maybe Pete Carroll gets fired. Or or I think he's going to quit before he gets fired. He's like, you know, I can't do it anymore. I think he has the wherewithal to, to do that. And I, I kind of hope he does. I think the game's past him. It was starting to show last season. It's been showing for a little while. If, if you constantly have the talent that everyone thinks should win a Super Bowl and you're just not executing, at some point in time it's coaching. Um... I love Pete Carroll. I think he should be considered for Hall of Fame status. I think he's definitely in the ring of honor for us. He is one of the most important coach. He's probably the most important coach to Seahawks history. Everything comes to an end. I think it might be Pete Carroll's time. 
But uh, and I think that's fine. Get one of these young fuckers to get in here. You know who I want? Who's the, that? The coordinator from the uh, Matt Nagy. No, I don't. I want nothing to do with Matt Nagy as a coach. Um, Joe Brady. He was at LSU. He was the offensive coordinator for LSU yeah. in the championship season. I think he's a coordinator for the Cowboys. Oh, I hear Tom Biden know where it's he was. Either, now. It's either Cowboys or the Panthers. But um, I, I think I'd like him. Tom Brady's son. Yeah, no. Um, I haven't seen him kiss him, so I don't know. Oh. Figured I would do office looks on here now. So. Also, we're not talking about child pedophilia on here, please. Sorry. Um, their own kid. But I, I think I'd like to go offensive-minded. I think the defense, we just need a, a decent defense. And I think we need someone to utilize Wilson, and I think that'll get him to stay, too. So, but... I th- I, th- I do think it's an- I'll stop talking about it, but I, I do oh, think I think uh, the best ten years of my Seahawks fandom are coming to an end. But that's okay. All things end. It'll be shitty to see Russell Wilson in a different uniform and Wagner probably. And luckily for you, I noticed you're slowly transitioning into NHL fan, anyways, because you even said organization there. Ooh, that's how they say in Canada. So you you're go. on your way. Ripen for it. Um. <laughs> I love Seahawks. I love Russell Wilson. He's like actually a hero to me. And I get like emotional thing about him not being here. Um, being there. Being there, yeah. I know what you mean. Ohio. Being stupid. Um, he means so much to Seattle. I, I think it'd be tough for him to leave, but I think it'd be so much easier to fucking get rid of the old fucker. He's 70, dude. You should get some young buck in there with his coaching staff. You know what I mean? Urban Meyer. No. I don't want some fucking grinding <laughs> dick. The fucking are we gonna talk about that? We can probably talk should about a little that. bit. Uh grinding dick was a <laughs> Yeah. Uh I definitely don't want fucking Urban Meyer to fake a heart problem to leave the team. So or tell or tell his losing team that he's gonna go hang out with his grandkids and fuck some whore. Uh I think that was a couple of loaded <laughs> statements there. Uh I think I'd rather just restart with someone else. Like Joe Brady. But that's him kissing him and everything. <laughs> uh, everyone didn't talk about that, but go ahead. But that's that's Seahawks. It's a sad state that we're in. It's not the worst. It is the closest we have ever been to it, though. Fuck it. Um, I would say tank for Tua, but uh, that's what everyone was saying that one year. Tank for no picks for the next two years. Well... Tua's brother plays Ohio State tomorrow. You can tank for him. I don't want Tua or his brother. <laughs> I'd rather have Gino. Um, yeah, the Urban Meyer thing, you know my views. Because uh, we talked about what we can talk about in here. Um, I actually didn't listen to your messages. Oh, you didn't? Okay, that would be better then. So you not, don't know exactly what to expect. Um, obviously, it doesn't look good no matter how you cut it. Yeah. Um, so I'm not just going to like flat out be like, oh, I like Urban Meyer, so there's nothing bad about it. Yeah. It definitely is not a good look. I think it's definitely been way blown out of proportion, though, for a couple of reasons. I feel like um, I think that's weird if people are like that, but it's weird that society now is so about not judging people and people having open relationships and doing all kinds of stuff. But then most of the people that are criticizing it like criticizing him or the people that I see saying you need to be open and yeah. not judge people and everybody has their own lives and <clears throat> nobody knows what's going on. 
So it seems odd that those are the people that are criticizing him the most. And because <clears throat> his wife, from what I've heard, doesn't seem like maybe she's hiding it because she doesn't want to say anything publicly. But she doesn't seem to have That's much probably of... what it is. I, I'm assuming that, that fight's going to take place in the home. That's not going to take place in the public. Yeah. and Which it should. Yeah. And I think... Uh, Unless they do have an open thing. I don't know. Yeah, that's, I'm not being like, oh, I have some inside info. It's okay. I'm saying, yeah, who the fuck knows? And I just think it's weird that most of people are judging most harsh the same people that say don't judge people and you don't know people's uh, personal lives and everything. But for me, I don't hear what's good. Um, and I also, I think even if they aren't in an open relationship, I think it's a bit much. I know you're joking with the fucking some whore, but yeah. uh, I know you're being hyperbolic. Having someone but... grind on you is a little different than having sex with her. Yeah, which still, it's a guy's fault in that situation because they could push him off or say no. But I think if a lot of guys are being honest, they would not stop it, not even just because they like it, but just it's an uncomfortable situation, and you're just like, oh, shit, this is happening. And I also think it's a slippery slope there, too, because if you push her off or push her the wrong way, that's a whole God. different news story. A, yeah, it's a very Especially different video. She looked like a very small, fragile girl, so if you're like, oh, get off me, and, fucking blows up there so yeah. I'm not saying that's why he didn't do it I'm just trying to look at all angles I think the whole thing's a little weird um, the the biggest problem I had with it is he told his team I'm flying I'm not going to fly back with you I'm going to go visit my kids or whatever and he's just in, in his bar fucking getting grinded on like if I was a part of the Jags organization which apparently he didn't have any respect anyway and now he's like really lost the whole locker room um, so from a, like a professional standpoint, I get that. And like the whole press conference thing, like never looking up, not really like, there's, there's less shame. So I'm assuming something bad. It's, I think it's worse behind the scenes, but we don't know. So we can't speculate that much. And yeah, the whole, yeah. Like, is it bad if they were grinding? I think that's up for him and his wife. Like if that's, yeah. like if she's like, yeah, that's cheating to me. Oh, yeah. Then you broke her, you know what I mean? You broke her trust, and that's... Because there was a lot... He was taking pictures with a lot of young women. <laughs> it was pretty weird. Um, but, I mean, he's Urban Meyer in Ohio. Like, so pretty pretty well known around here, so... Especially in uh, Urban Meyer's restaurant. <laughs> yeah, which looks decoratedly awful. I hope he didn't choose how to decorate that. Um, but, yeah, I think the whole thing's weird. But I, I do think he owes the Jags something, and... Uh, I think he fucked that. I don't give a shit about him and his wife. He'll, they'll figure that out. Um, I just... <laughs> I wish you to go visit my kids. But... I, I'm not an admirer guy. But I feel like I have a pretty reasonable stance on it. Even not liking him. Yeah. Um... Should, should we talk about Pick'em and Fantasy for a minute? Let's do it. So, Pick'em... I am now ranked 16th. I feel like I was... 15th before, if I remember right. I think Daddy jumped up quite a bit. Oh, did you, Daddy? Um, and I am 38 and 27, which is six picks behind pick one. And I don't think we said on here, the top six get uh, money payouts, and then seven gets their money back. Or so. I actually didn't even 20. know that. Oh, yeah. I put it up Are here. Are you fucking no kidding to... me? So I'm in eighth. So all these first, second, and then everyone else tied for third is going to get money? Um, Daddy, that how it happens, okay. That's how it happens, but I hope there's not that many ties by the end of it. That would be real crazy. Probably split up, right? Yeah. Yeah, we usually 
There was no tie. Did the first all these four people pay twenty dollars? Yep. Holy shit! Right? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> How many people are here? We got thirty. <laughs> Do you have the buy like the payouts? Yeah, most people paid Venmo or something, but no, like what's first place game? <clears throat> oh, it's on here. Yeah, um, I need to update because two people enter real late, so that's not on there. But it's one forty, one twenty, one hundred eighty, sixty, forty, and twenty. But it'll be um, trying to figure out. Maybe just add on. I'd like to make another spot, but I don't see where it makes sense. Maybe just make one and two higher payouts, like one sixty, one forty, or just pay one more, one more out or something. Like the next two people get. Twenty dollars or whatever. Yeah, just because I'm in eighth. <laughs> where are you at now? You said eighth. I'm in eighth. Uh, I've really jumped up. I've been making some pretty solid picks. Um, I'm in the ninety-first percentile, percentile, which is pretty crazy. Who's Jeff Strayer? Somebody I work with. This motherfucker looks just like you. Uh, oh, okay. Man. He has three picks. So I'm only three picks away from first. So that's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, you want to talk about our actual picks? Yeah, you want to talk about last week's, you mean, or uh, this coming week? I was going to do this week. Okay. This week. Do you want to talk about last week's? Um, we can start doing that in the next week's coming. Okay. I think that would be a good way to kind of recap the okay. games we don't talk about. We can just crush around this week. So okay. we already talked about, I picked the Seahawks, you picked the Rams, so I, I already did. got one wrong. I sh should have stuck with my guts. I, I should have picked the Seahawks. I think they should have won that game. <clears throat> Matt Stafford looked terrible for two weeks in a row now. I'm going to die on the hill that he is not that good. I told you. Um, we talked on this podcast. I think he's good, but I said how I thought that trade was real. Crazy. Yeah. It still seems crazy to me. So. <clears throat> All right. So the first game after that is the Falcons versus the Jets. The Falcons at 78% and 22 over the Jets. I took the Falcons. Same. I'm surprised it is actually that high. I know the Jets have been terrible, but the Falcons are also we'll, terrible. Yeah, yeah, as we look back at my prediction. Um, Mine's not going to look so good either for... With Seattle. You want to do the next one? Packers at Bengals. I'm a little surprised this one's so so crazy. Yeah. But uh, Packers at 86%. I picked the Packers as well. Yeah. Bengals look really good. And they had a top-ranked defense. Yeah, I picked the Packers, but I also don't know why it wasn't closer. I think it should be like 60-40. Like yeah. Oh, look at us. Yeah, that's odd. Then we have the Vikings-Lions and 92 to 8%. Um, I picked the Vikings, but again, I think this it shouldn't be 60-40, but I think it should be closer than that. I picked the Lions. Did you? This, yeah. is, my, this is my pick. It was 94-6. Yeah, that seems way too much for me. The Lions are 0-4 and have been so close. The Vikings oh, yeah. are not a good football team. Yeah, that's I would say like 70-30 um, maybe I think would be a little more fair, <laughs> but this is a bit much. Yeah. And then we got, uh, so that's my fucking weird pick. My under 25%. Mm. Then we got uh, the Donkeys versus the Steelers. Sorry, it's just stuck in there. The Broncos versus the Steelers. And uh, who's starting at quarterback? Is it Drew? It's not solidified. I think Teddy Bridgewater could return to practice. Okay, if it's Teddy, I'm going to pick the Broncos. If it's Drew Luck, I think I'll pick the Steelers. This one actually changed since I picked it. I picked the Broncos, but they were uh, the underdogs as far as the percentage. Now it's at 52 to 48. I think the Broncos should win this game no matter what. I do I, think if True Lock starts, it would be a little bit more in question. I think if either of them start, they should win, but I don't think it's a for sure thing because the Steelers will look terrible, and I hope that they're actually done for. But my worry is that eventually 
they wake the fuck up. Yeah, oh, it could be against Seattle next week. Don't worry. That's kind of how I feel about the Broncos. This better not be the week they just go back to normal. And everybody's like, what do you mean Ben Rosberg is terrible? And I'm like, so that's the only reason I think this is, if the Steelers have been playing how they've been playing, I don't think it matters who starts for the Broncos. But if they go back to their normal Steelers, which I hope doesn't happen, I hope this is just finally over, um, then I think it'd be a different story and they could definitely lose it. No matter who's starting. So, uh, so I got Broncos. I had Steelers picks, I'm going to be honest with you. But that was the, like, I think I picked these when I found out. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, I thought uh, the way they were talking, it seemed like it's for sure going to be out longer than that. Yeah. And maybe it will be, but he's practicing now. And it seems like they're aiming I'll towards take, him I'll starting. Broncos. It makes more sense anyway. Right. And the next one we have the Buccaneers versus the Dolphins, 98% to two. Easiest pick ever. Yeah, the Buccaneers. Hopefully the Dolphins win, but I doubt it. No way. Saints uh, football team. That's what it just sounded like. You're talking about the Saints. I had to look at that. <laughs> I picked the football team. Did you? I did. I I like Heineke a lot. Heineke. Heineke. Heineke yeah. Um, I like him. Uh, their defense should be better, but it's still good. Um, the Saints just don't look good. They look. I think this is a toss up, and this percentage actually reflects that for once. It's uh. Forty-one fifty-nine. Yeah, not straight toss-up. You get my point. Closer than they, these have been. Um, I did pick the Saints. I don't think they have looked bad. I think they've looked way too inconsistent. They look yeah. amazing or not good at all. I do like Taylor Heineke a lot. Um, former Battlehawks quarterback, of course, in the XFL. He's actually a backup in the XFL, so he wasn't even playing the XFL. And now, not running the show. But what were his? He has a really good stats. I meant to save him. Or what you'd expect. Do you have them? Like, do you know them? I don't, but I do know that they're very good. I can find them, like, really quick. Yeah, if you want to do that. Yeah, he, uh, I think he's really easy to root for. Cause I like underdogs, and I don't know if you've seen him interviewed or anything. He seems like a decent guy, yeah. Yeah, he seems really nice. The last interview where they pulled it off, who they beat the Falcons. Um, that game was off. fucking yeah. nuts. And, uh, they interviewed him. I had Carter L. Patterson on my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> they interviewed him after the game. And they were asked him what it meant to uh, have his sister and his whole family in the crowd because they said... He got emotional about it? Yeah, when he got a... Uh, the XFL went under, he got uh, real depressed and didn't know what he was even going to do with his life. Living um, on the couches and shit, right? Yeah, and his yeah. sister's couch. And so they started talking about having her there and they started crying. And I was like, man, I hate Washington and the whole thing that they changed and everything. But the Battlehawks were my team, even though this guy wasn't even a starter. As like underdogs, and he seems like a really good guy on top of that. Yeah, I don't have any beef with Washington. There's nothing about them that makes me dislike them more like them. I yeah. like Ron Rivera. I like his story. Yeah. He seems like a decent dude. Yeah. I like Heineke. I, I love J.D. McKissick. He's a CX guy. Uh, I like Chase Young. He's fun to watch. Yeah. I like McLaurin a lot. So they're fun to watch. His stats last week were 23 of 33 for 290 yards, three touchdowns, zero picks. On the season, he is 82, yep, of 128, or of 118, which is 69.5%. Uh, 960 yards, eight touchdowns, three picks. And a uh, quarterback rating of one of, or 106 is what it says on here. 105.9. Yeah. Pretty good. So, yeah, that's, good. I knew he was playing okay from here until top, but that kind of caught me off guard. Caught me off guard how good those stats were. To put that into perspective, he's around the 13th best quarterback right now. Yeah. Which someone getting shoved into that. Yeah, and coming out of the XFL as a backup. Yeah, he's not. 
You know, Smith level good. <laughs> I mean, did we talk about Juno Smith? Oh, we did. Yeah. We did. Thank God. Yeah, so I don't know if he'll continue. It might be one of those things that defenses don't really know how to play him, but I, I kind of hope. He played really good against the Buccaneers last year in yeah, the playoffs, and he should have won. Yeah, that would be nice. It would be a whole different story. All right, I think you're the next one. Yeah, you are. I am? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we have the Panthers versus the Eagles, 88% to 12%. I wanted to pick the Eagles. They looked really good against the Chiefs, but they're bad. Um, I don't like Jalen Hurts. I don't like their defense. I don't like they don't run the football, so I picked the Panthers. Yeah, I picked the Panthers, especially because I think they are actually going to be good overall, at least good, maybe better Sam than good. Darnold leads the NFL in rushing touchdowns. I did. I know he's had quite a few. And I think um, they were sticking with the Cowboys, and they kind of fell apart, and then they started to come back. But uh, I think they're going to play more motivated after that game, so I think they'll play really well in this one. If he goes out, which obviously, I think it's like the hardest task anyways, but I think that will be a motivator for him. Um, next, we have the Tennessee Titans at Jacksonville Jaguars. I took the Jaguars here because I think... Wow. No, I'm joking. I oh, took the Titans. Oh. I was, I was like, they're going to play about like... how they're going to be motivated after that. Oh, they don't even like their coach right now. Did you? I didn't see if it was real or not. Did you see they broke the huddle at practice by saying grind? They did. There's a fucking video of it. God damn it. He, um, is, he has completely lost that team already. It's week five. Uh, I don't know if that team realizes it doesn't matter who the coach is. There. They should if... play Minshew, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Minshew, I think, had seven interceptions all year last well, year. Didn't they trade him? No. Oh, we talked about that at the beginning of the year. Where did he play? I don't know. I could have sworn we talked about that. In the... Maybe we did. Um, no way, right? Yeah, the Eagles. What the fuck? They should fucking play him. Hurts <laughs> sucks. <laughs> so, looks like they're sticking with Trevor Lawrence, which I think they're going to do anyways. And... He, had, he, had five, wait, he had five interceptions last year. Six the year before. I think Lawrence already has seven. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think the Titans fucking dominate. It would be cool with the Jaguars pour it out, but I don't see that happening. No. The Titans, this is why we should uh, start covering the prior week. They did uh, lose to the fucking Jets, so I don't think that means that. was also bad, a crazy but, fucking yeah. game. <laughs> I had red zone up, dude. It was such a good time. So we're getting um, less and less... Winless and undefeated teams, which I'm okay with, especially now the Broncos are not one of those. I just yeah, want to be over just with. Need the fucking Cardinals to lose now. Yeah. Hey. And who's the Jaguars? Is there anybody else that's winless? No, I think that's it. Jaguars might actually do it. <laughs> They're not going to do all of it. I and like I said I picked them as potential worst They'll team beat in the, the league. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, was I next one or you? No, I don't think it matters. All right. Um. So, next one is the Patriots versus the Texans. The Patriots have an 82% to 8, or 92% to 8. That math wouldn't add up. I picked the Texans. This is my upset. Okay. I don't think either team is great, and I think the Patriots are getting looked at too much. So, I think the Patriots are really decent. So, I picked the, I picked the Patriots. I think Mac Jones finally showed what he can do. Um, that was in the rain against the Buccaneers, who are pretty damn good. And he played really fucking well. Defense kind of fucked him. I think the Patriots win. All right. I'd be pretty shocked if the te- with Davis Mills. If, if the Texans had 
Tyra Taylor, I, yeah. I think Texas could be one of the better teams right now. That Mills neck guy is just no good. All right, Justin Fields versus the Raiders. Yeah, they announced he's going to stay the starter. This is uh, 90. Matt Nagy is so confusing. Destroyer, great. 91% to 9. I picked the Raiders. I hope the Bears win. Bear Obviously, down. it helps the Broncos. And also, I like Justin Fields and Matt Nagy. And Justin Fields is 2-0 and as a starter with the Bears. I don't think it's a. Uh... He's only started once, right? Um, well, I guess 2-0 and as a player, player but yeah, yeah. not. Like coming in off the bench and a starter, so yeah, yeah. kind of crazy because he also hasn't played the best. So it's funny that he's two and zero. The last game he played better. Yeah, the first game was fucking awful. I picked the Raiders as well. Uh, Browns Chargers. This one is this climbed up quite a bit. Sixty-seven percent Chargers, thirty, thirty-three uh, percent Browns. I picked the Chargers. I'm surprised it's not closer. I think the Chargers are gonna. I hate them. But uh, and it helped the Broncos that the Browns won, but I think the Chargers win it. I hate the Browns. Do you? I do. Chargers are coming off two pretty fucking emotional wins. <laughs> I, maybe it's a Seattle thing, but I feel like that shit happens. And then you play a team that you should beat, and then you lose. Yeah. So I, I think the Chargers should win, but I'm picking the Browns. Gotcha. Um, you <clears throat> The Cowboys at 95% to the Giants 5%. Seems I picked the Cowboys. Yeah, seems yeah. like a reasonable percentage. <laughs> It is a rivalry game, so maybe something crazy will happen, but I kind of doubt it. Yeah, it'll be closer than that indicates, but yeah. it will not be It will not be won by the Giants, that's for sure. Uh, NFC West matchup, San Francisco Niners at the Cardinals. I'm surprised this isn't closer, but I think it's just because the Cardinals are undefeated. And that... Niners lost Garoppolo, and Lance looks <laughs> fucking terrible. Is, how long is he out? I knew he's hurt, but... Oh, he's hurt. Uh, he got benched. They're oh. saying it's a calf injury that he's had for a while, but he fucking got benched. Played bad. This is uh, 89% to 11, so I'm surprised it's not a little closer, but I picked the Cardinals still. Yeah, me too. They won't go undefeated. They'll lose. Yeah, I think so too. Next one is the Bills versus the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs have the advantage 52 to 48, and I picked the Bills. I think, um, I think the Bills look like the best team right now. We'll see if that sticks or not. Yeah. I don't like them, but... I don't know what to think of the Bills. Every game where I kind of doubt them, they not only win, but they just fucking straight up dominate. Yeah. So, it's in Kansas City, right? A team on the yeah. right. So, so, that will make it harder, but I still think the Bills are going to pull it out. I picked the Chiefs. We're actually a little different this week. Yeah. Uh, I picked the fun. Chiefs. It's uncharacteristic for them to be where they are. So. Yeah. Um... I just think they're the better. I think they're the worst, the worst defense of the two. I think I think Kansas City's offense is obviously the best. So I don't know. This game feels like a forty-eight to fifty-two game, percentage-wise. Yeah. In Arrowhead, Chiefs are kind of in a must-win situation. Yeah, I'll pick the Chiefs. Okay. Colts Ravens ninety-six percent Ravens four percent Colts. Hit the Ravens. I did too. I think I mean, it should be a tad closer, but like, I don't know, maybe 80, 20, but... Yeah, not not a lot. Yeah. And that's uh, it for that week. Did you want to talk about fantasy at all? Just records or anything? Uh, I lost again, even with Cordero Patterson. I feel like I should be really good, but I'm not. So with all the Seahawks injuries, I've lost some people. Brandon Ayuk refuses to be good. Logan Thomas got hurt. I did pick up Patterson. I'm playing both running backs for the Falcons this week. 
Okay. Davis gets a touchdown, probably. And Patterson's essentially a wide receiver that I can put in a running back position. So, uh, I'm playing. I picked up Dawson Knox for the tight end for the Bills. He's the sixth best tight end this year so far. He was just sitting on the waivers. Yeah. And Thomas got hurt, so I had to. Uh, yeah, Kirk Cousins is still my quarterback. I got Derek Carr, just in case. I'm playing the Raiders defense against the Bears. I'll see if that works out. I don't trust Justin Fields. He could prove me wrong, though. But my team's pretty much the same. But I'm I'm starting Patterson and Davis, and I have Dawson Knox and Raiders defense now. Okay. Um, I'll just touch on my records since I have so many leagues. I'm but, one uh, three. One and three. That's why I'm at in this league. This is a big league that I did with uh, go from work but not at work. One and, one and four. Let me fucking one and three. One. And three. Okay. Yeah, that's where I'm at in that. Oh, you're good in that league. The league that I've done the longest with uh, my group of friends and family. I'm sitting at a solid zero oh and four. Good for last place in the league, believe it or not. Whoa. Um, the other one, I guess I didn't say I'm one. I know I said I'm one and three, but I am sitting at last place in that division. So looking pretty solid for me for fantasy so far. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, football this year for me really sucks. <laughs> really sad. And then in my keeper league, I am. The setup is so different. One and three, which is good for seventh out of ten. But then I am doing good in my actual work league, the one we run at work. I am three and one, which is good for our second place in the division. Nice. So that's the only one that is looking promising so far. Yeah, I have no, <laughs> I have no hope for my fantasy team. <laughs> Even with Patterson, I lost last week. Yeah. Um, I didn't talk about when I was talking about Ohio State. I will be at tomorrow's game. That's maybe why I got mixed up about going to the Rutgers game that was in New Jersey. Who do they play tomorrow? Maryland, so they should dominate them. There's two of his brothers, so a lot of people are thinking that's going to give him a hard time, but I don't think so. Ohio State no. has never lost to Maryland, yeah. so it seems like an odd time to lose to them. Yeah. And well, then... We didn't talk about it, but me and you played some football together. We did, dude. It was so fun. It was. I think I threw like 15 touchdowns, two picks, and I'm not fucking taking credit for one of these picks. <laughs> they got tipped off my receiver's hands in the end zone. Easiest touchdown of my life. I threw three picks. <laughs> I will take credit for two of them. <laughs> I think I caught like six, but I did drop like two as you far as touchdowns. You dropped one of mine, and you were just literally sitting in the end zone oh, yeah. waiting for it. <laughs> Caught a fair catch and everything. Yeah, so that went poorly. Uh, but I had a lot of. I love throwing the football. Oh, I yeah. love playing quarterback. I love playing football. So I'm excited to do it again. Let me tell you about how I felt the next couple of days as okay. a as a newly 30 year old. Mm-hmm. Um, Welcome to the club. Thanks. So I already have some injuries and I'm overweight. So like I'm I'm not really f- I'm quarterback for a reason. I think I'm pretty good at it. But also I just can't really run. So um, luckily I'm good at it. Right. So, if I was bad, I wouldn't play. So, I decided to play some receiver because people were tired. I caught one pass. Well, I, I caught a few, but I, I had one where I turned up field and I really went for it. And uh, I pulled a groin. I, uh, and I've never done that before. <laughs> but uh, it hurts your nut. So, I pulled it on the left side. So, my left nut and then my upper thigh right next to my junk all of that hurt so fucking bad and i had to work that day too so the next day for two for two days i was literally laying on my couch 
because I just couldn't move. My knees were hurting. My my shoulder. So they overinflated my ball too. And so like we were throwing this thing for two hours straight. I know my teacher said that. He's talking about your nut hurt, Sorry. and he said I overinflated my ball. <laughs> my football. And I was throwing this thing for two fucking straight hours, and my arm was so tired and sore. My elbow hurt. Dude, I I just it, it was the first time I was like I th- I think I'm too old to play football for that long, at least without stretching or something. You know what I mean? It makes you feeling better. Most people at work just kept coming to me either the next day or a couple of days later, and they were all feeling it. So, Dude, it, I don't know. That day was rough. I didn't feel it that bad the first time we played. Which is odd because it was cooler. Usually it happens in warmer temperature because yeah. it messes with your muscles more. I, I'm excited to play again, though. I love throwing the football, man. My my three. Let's talk about my three picks because that's what I've been reflecting on. <coughs> One of them, that Eric kid, made the greatest fucking catch I've ever seen in my life. This dude was nowhere near me. And I threw it. He was, like, in the middle. We played on a real field. He was, like, in the middle of the fucking field. And I threw it to the left fucking out of bounds. And he caught it. He picked it off. You ever playing on Ohio State's practice field? Yeah, that dude traveled, like, 20 yards. <laughs> and I threw it, like, 30. He traveled 20 far. It's crazy. <laughs> um... <laughs> And the one, the first one I threw, I'm pretty sure that guy plays football. So yeah. he was in man coverage, dropped his man to go into zone to pick mine off. With us, I can just throw balls over your guys' heads. I do it, we do it all the time. Yeah. All of us can do it, right? This one, I was like, I'm just going to throw this over the head to this guy. This guy dropped out. It went to like a fucking cloud flat or something and picked them up. It yeah, was crazy. It was mostly people from my work and a few of our friends, but then we had a couple random people join in. And one of them definitely was like a he. He's played dropout college yeah, player. He's or played something. at he's a just, level yeah. that is considerate. Like he, he is a real football player. Um, and he also dropped one of my touchdowns. So fuck him. And his boy dropped one of mine. I was right in his hands. I could have had a <laughs> lot of touchdowns. That yeah, that one pissed me off because that was like my best throw of the day. <laughs> it was over a defender, right into his hands. A lot of my balls got dropped. So I'm excited to play quarterback again. Uh, and then my physical ball also felt like it got dropped into a uh, hell. That's what I thought of when you said a lot of my balls got so, dropped. I started thinking about your nuts. Uh, I'm going to deflate my ball a little bit so we can uh, – my football. My ball is already deflated. Um, We're talking about Tom Brady a lot this episode. Uh, yeah, so that's it. I love football. It was so fun. I'm going to stretch for the next game, though. And next game, theoretically, should be even better weather. So Dude, we should uh, get some of those boys for a flag league. Oh, I'd love that, and I think – They'd be down for that as long as you I know. Know how people are with money. As long as it's not too much, I would. But I'm saying you know how other people can be. I'll look into it. I know of one league. It's indoor, though. It'd be fun to all be able to play on the same team because then we don't have to like, root against each other yes. or anything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I'd like to look into that. Well, you do. I know, I, know know. Of, I know of two leagues that I can look at. Okay. That'd nope. be fucking awesome. Uh, speaking of looking at, let's get into some soccer. Go ahead. Okay, sounds good. Not much to talk about. The crew have only played one game since we talked last on here, and they lost it three to nothing. So not a good game, believe it or not. Yep. <laughs> the U.S. did win two nothing over Jamaica though in the World Cup qualifier Jamaica. game. Jamaica. I have a soft That's... spot in my heart only for, uh, for Jamaica in anything, only because of Cool Runnings. I hate you. You know, Cool Runnings is like in my top ten favorite movies of all time. <laughs> I didn't. It's like a real thing. That reminds me, we still need to do a ranking of like sports movies and stuff. We got some cool ideas. runnings would be in, in there for me. Spoilers. I have a weird top 10. Um, <laughs> and speaking of soccer, yep, 
I played my first soccer oh, game yeah. this week. I joined a soccer league, kind of like you're talking about flag football. Um, I joined not midway through the season, but they had already started their season. It's one of my friends from work, and then a bunch of random people he doesn't know, so he's already on a misfit team. And then I joined. I've never actually played real soccer in my life, just kind of pick up games here and there. So uh, it was another not good game for our team. I think we're 0 4 now because I think they played 3 and lost. Yeah. And it was 10 to 2, I believe. But you can. But of those but two, one of them was me, and it actually was. It was a fucking terrible goal. It was on Doesn't one of the ones where somebody shot it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. To be fair, also to me, if you watch MLS or World Cup, or whatever, you see bad goals. That's part of it. There are not all goals are amazing, but it was not impressive. Somebody kicked a good, a good shot, and then it bounced off the goalie, and I just tapped it in. So. And then my friend went crazy because he was so happy, which I appreciated. But then I was like, man, this team's going to fucking kill us. We're celebrating this goal after they just dominate us this whole game. Do they have a goalie, a good goalie, your team? Um, they said this was my first game, like I said. He was lighting in a lot. But my friend told me that he actually – and he played um, soccer in school, so I'd trust him more. He said that uh, yeah, he's really good. So he said a lot of goals were happening that night were definitely on the defense, like breakdowns, that no goalie was going to stop him. Gotcha. Um. Yeah, what's he's talking about? Me starting his own team next year, so he mm, may be the. I'm goalie. down for that. Yeah, because he's only more be, people. Gotta figure out a way to not be fat anymore. That's actually all I had for soccer. So you want to get into hockey? Let's do it. Hockey <laughs> preseason's happening. That's right. The Kraken are. I don't know. I think in the plus category and wins. How many games have they played? Two. Uh, they should play more than that. The Blue Jacks played seven, I think, so oh, far. Cool. Let me just tell you how they're doing. They the Blue won. They're still top in their division, which doesn't won't matter a whole lot, but it's still cool to see. All right, they are. They won their first one. Got smoked in their second one. All right, so they beat the Canucks. They got smoked by the Oilers. They beat the Flames. They beat the Oilers. Uh, they got smoked by the Flames. Okay, I'm sensing a thread. smoked by the Flames. I get it. Nice. And then we uh, destroyed the Canucks again. So, is October 12th? That's real hockey, right? Let's do that hockey. Um, or is October 14th the first? Probably 14th, because I think that's when the Blue Jays play their first. I think the, it is when you guys play your first. I thought, yeah. the, I thought the Golden Knights were our first game. Um, if you search regular, like... I don't know. It doesn't matter. We play the Golden Knights next. Yeah, Blue Jays... Versus the 14th against the Coyotes. And then we play the Predators, then we play the Blue Jackets. I wish I was here to go with you. I probably won't go. No? Yeah, probably uh, not. Unless Sam, like, really wants to go, but I doubt yeah. it. Um, did I tell you about StubHub? StubHub. Use that, code PIGSKIN for 15%. We don't know. That's a place you should look if you're going to get them. I think the tickets are going to skyrocket, but every Blue Jackets preseason regular, or Blue Jackets regular season game, you could get tickets as cheap as like fifteen dollars. Really? Yep. Because I think you are worried about doing stuff, and I think they also think the Blue Jacks are going to be terrible, and I think the Blue Jacks are going to surprise people. And I think once season, even if they don't, even if I'm wrong about that, I think once uh, things start happening, people just want to start doing stuff again. Just like the Buckeye games get more and more busy. So I want to go. Work is in the worst <laughs> state it's ever been in. Dude, my job. No one works there anymore. Everyone, all the drivers have quit. Hope Nick listens to this. Because <laughs> we kind of need him to come back. Um, 
all the drivers quit. We have no managers. One of them has COVID now. One of them's <laughs> on vacation. We have 15-year-olds that don't come to work or they're high <laughs> and they get fired. So literally, we've been clo- we were a pizza shop. We were supposed to be open until like 1. We've been closing. We closed at 6.30 yesterday. <laughs> Tonight, we closed at 10. I was delivering food late till like 11. And I started at like 9. Yeah. With one run. So I had like 12 orders on my car. Fucking driving it around. Um... Because I'm the only fucking driver. Tomorrow, it's me and one guy because everyone else quit. Oh, Derek, money. No, if they get overwhelmed, they just shut the store down. So yeah. I lose money. So it started to become not as profitable because uh, they are, can't keep it open. Makes sense. So uh, if I take a Saturday off, as I am one of two drivers now, it would be a real issue for that hockey yeah. game. So that's kind of a <clears throat> thing. But yeah, Donatus is in shambles. That store is awful. Truly terrible. Now they're going to listen to this and fire you. Cool. <laughs> um, the only other hockey news I have is stuff is starting to come out about the Olympics. Well, it's actually the first thing I've seen, but I'm sure there's been more. Did the Olympics just happened? The Summer Olympics do. This is the Winter oh. Olympics in 2022. And NHL players will be in it for the first time since 2014. So I am super fucking jacked. And all of our Bjork strand got a... You're give me a look. Um, he's going to be say on one more time for me. Oliver, fucking ass. Oliver Bjorkstrand. Okay. Um, so that was the best one yet because I didn't even say it. Well, so thank you for helping me. You're welcome. But uh, he is going to be on Team Denmark. So a Blue Jacket player that will be. I mean, it'll be probably many, but this first one I've seen. They'll be on a Olympic team. Unfortunately, not USA. That's the weird thing about watching the Olympics is you're. A lot of your players don't actually play for the U.S., so you're rooting against the, all these players you know. Kind of like when the Blue, uh, the U.S. had their best chance at the gold recently, and Rick Nash scored the game-winning goal for Canada to knock him out. Was that the year that Oshie was really good? Yeah, and Rick Nash fucked us over. And then I think the 2014 is when Bob screwed, him, screwed the mm. U.S. over and shut him out. Bob. So two times in a row, the last two times the NHL has been in it. This is my uh, display piece, by the way. That's why I keep finger-fucking it. Oh, oh. Uh, that's all. Well, actually, I have one more sadder thing, but sounds like there's a not a good ending. That'd be a weird way to put it. But Nashville Predators coach, former Blue Jackets coach, Todd Richard, had a heart attack a week ago. But they said uh, he's doing better now, and he thinks he'll even be back for opening night. So, oh. I, yeah, um, obviously I hate the Predators, but don't want to see somebody have a heart attack. And he seemed like he was a really good guy that kind of got shafted with the Blue Jackets. So, yeah. So. That gotcha. seems like a, a sad thing, but sod. potentially good. Yeah, Brenton sod. And I have one NBA news here, one Ooh. basketball news. Basketball starting. That's right. This is, that is your uh, No. It's uh, somehow less oh, less yeah. important than that. I saw the tagline, so I'm not too excited. I just can't believe this is real. LeBron James has 100 million followers on Instagram, which is more than the NFL, MLB, and NHL, and NBA counts combined so the leagues he's part of and three other the other top leagues he has more followers than all of them combined which i know to be fair i know that like corporate accounts of the nfl and nhl and all those are just going to share the same things you can find anywhere that's what makes social media interesting is that you can find things that you don't get like you're going to see stuff from lebron on there that you can't find just googling or something because it's his personal account that's still bonkers that one player has more than all the top leagues, especially when one of them is the league that he's in. 
So just kind of crazy. Did you have anything basketball you want to talk about? No, nope. it's starting. That's it. That's all I got for it. Go Cavs. I think this is a year. It's not. They still this suck does ass. feel like the year that I don't know who the clear favorite is. I think that's like a big thing going around the league right now. Everyone's like, it's kind of kind of up in the air. I'm sure there's teams that are going to be better, but no one's like, well, like last year, obviously the Lakers are going to, you know what I mean? Obviously. Isn't that the same this year? Didn't Westbrook go there? And is it? He did, but for some reason, I think there's a lot of teams like that, like the Nets, the Lakers, the Warriors, I think, did it again. There's a lot of teams, or uh, the Bucks, the Heat. A lot of teams are just looking really fucking stacked. So I was like, I don't, I don't know. I got you. Um. All right. Well, go get to this pizza then. Sure. You go first this time. I went first last time. There are other sports. No. Um. Lacrosse. We're gonna get to that another day. I hope so. Fuck <laughs> off. This pizza mm-hmm. is one of the most bland things I've ever had in my life. Really? Yeah. I maybe I have COVID. I can't taste anything. I can't taste anything. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I know my taste buds are very particular, but that might be concerning. Ah. Uh, because, well, I'll wait. There's not much sauce, mm-hmm. which is great for you. Mm-hmm. The cheese. The cheese tastes like frozen pizza cheese. The crust is kind of airy. It's kind of nice. But I don't think it has much taste. It's fine. Well, here, you don't have to give your review. I'll, I'll add something here. I don't think it's, like, overwhelming as flavor, but the reason I'm a little concerned about you is because I was going to say there's something in there. I don't know if it's a seasoning or something. It's really messing with me. That's kind of why I stopped eating it. Like, like there's messing. definitely a seasoning in there. But I mean, can't taste it. Yeah. Like, hmm. that, there is taste. Like, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I know that there is taste. It is just not tasteful. <laughs> and it's not even bad. Like, I ate three pieces of it, I think. Mm-hmm. And, like, I would eat it again. It just tastes like a frozen cheese pizza. It's nothing special. I don't know. One nine. Okay. All right. Two one. <laughs> So you're deciding on? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's not even that. <laughs> so, it's just fucking bland. I don't know. So, when we were looking at this pizza, I already talked a little bit at the beginning. We we're talking about how it's gonna be really crispy, and it is it's like a mixture. It's weird because it's, it's crispy, it's but it's weirly airy too. I wish you yeah. could see this. Which is better, still better than you can say about most frozen pizzas, but it's very confusing to eat. Um. I think it's actually one better frozen pizza I've had. Really? I don't. I don't like frozen pizzas. I usually don't even really make them because I think I know they're cheaper and convenient. But I'd rather spend. Oh yeah. A little more, or even double the price, or something ten times better. Um. But this is definitely one of the better ones I had, which sucks because I fucking hate this guy. I know you said he has nothing to do with it, but I'm sure he's getting a lot of money from it. Oh yeah. And he probably, if we're being fair, he also. I'm sure he wasn't a chef or like any person made ingredients, but I bet he taste tested stuff and was like, this one, that this is why I set one. He's probably got a pretty good idea of good people. Yeah. He I likes that good. New York place you like. Well, he likes John's on Bleecker Street. Don't make that mistake. I like Bleecker Street pizza. Yeah, he likes that one too. He did both. I couldn't find it. You have to show me. Um, but also, as I say with, I make this argument all the time when people are like, oh, I'm not going to eat Chick-fil-A because of their views or whatever. I'm like, okay, when you go Burger King, or you pay attention to where all their money goes. 
If I had to play it from you too, you know, I fucking hate this guy. I'm not going to avoid this pizza if I want it again. Especially when I like it more than most frozen pizzas because of him. Because if I buy Jack's or whatever other tombstone, their money is probably going to guys that probably wouldn't be too fond of either if I really looked into it. I'm not going to let that stop me. But uh, I think I will say, in honor of him, a solid 4.0. And I, I think it's, I think for Frozen, if, I mean, we're not doing different, I'm just saying. I would say maybe a six. I think it's like one of the best frozen pizza I've had, but we're not going to rate them different. Yeah. So for <clears throat> straight up pizza, I think it's okay. Four. Yeah, I'd rather have any pizza place, I think. Yeah, most. Definitely not any for me, but most. Well, yep, <clears throat> 99%. Um, but this is the first time, this is a big moment. This is the first time I remembered our rating scale. Because at the beginning, I was like, I'm going to give it a six. And then I was like, because 6 out of 10, that's not bad. And I was like, oh, shit, shit, no, stop myself. So We even cut it into myself. eight pieces. That's right. I mean, that's what, I wasn't even thinking that, but maybe it just ingrained in my mind. That's a wrap. Sure is. Good talk, friend. Pop, quack, 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 p